life and all nothing. Cause I grew up in the 60s. I grew up counting money. That's how I got it. Planned use of films is one of the most effective methods of communicating ideas. Drop bars and knowledge for boys who dropped out of college. Police try to book me cause I'm clocking dollars. Obstacles in the way, this accomplishments in disguise. Sometimes I wonder if I'm making sense or is it too fly? Helicopters over my hood, I wonder who shot. This is DJ Blake, and my next guest completely fits into my podcast, Hottest Hip Hop News and Sneaker Talk. Not only is he an artist, but also manages the sneaker and streetwear store called The Cool, which is located in South Center Mall. This artist is very passionate and humble about his craft, and it was an honor to have him on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Bryce Bowden. Like this. DJ Blake. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest. Boom, 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 boom. The one and only Bryce (laughs) Bowden. Yes, sir. Now, I have been super, super excited for this interview. First of all, you work... Do you own or do you work at the cool... For some reason, there's a miscommunication there just because I never am not working. But yeah, I I just work there. I'm their manager at the cool. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, the my cool. Ba- one of my one of my good friends owns it. Hey, that's one of my favorite stores in Seattle. I have to admit, not gonna lie, I have to say you do you guys do overpriced shoes sometimes. Hey, but just <laughs> to go into that store and see all those shoes and like you have actual like you have like a whole supreme wall of like um, pickaxes and like totally. spray cans and all that stuff. Totally, that's crazy. The most random stuff. <laughs> No home is complete without a um, transparent pregnancy torso. Yes, I, that's, what the heck is that? Yeah. And then you guys, you guys took out the um, the master key master thing where you can yeah, win those shoes. Yeah, we we didn't take it out. It's actually um, turns out that there's like weird laws that kind of like stipulate that you can't really have it, or, or you could have it, but we would have had to go through like a lot of trouble. Huh paperwork it's kind of like that of a casino okay um if you want to have one in your store they consider it gambling oh wow so we did have it for over a year the key master was like really huge success but oh um gosh. people think we like we had this kid who used to win a lot is it a rig- is it rigged or it's it's <laughs> it's it's in our favor it's okay after a certain point it becomes a skill level based okay that's so that's you know you got to play the machine. You know yeah. it's just it's just like slot machines. They're 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 rigged, I guess. Right. Yeah. We we had this one kid. He used to win a lot. Every few weeks, he he would actually win a shoe. He won like four shoes on the thing. <laughs> oh my People gosh. People thought that like he bankrupted the the machine and like we we got rid of it. No no no, it's not the case. We uh we just had to get rid of it for like kind of legal reasons. Gotcha. Gotcha. Even um other stores. Yeah, if, I if saw notice, Seattle's um, the the Space Eagle store or whatever with all those shoes. Yeah, I don't know what it's called either. Yeah. I don't know what it's called either. <laughs> um. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. There's no longer any key masters around just for that kind of reason. People are Makes sense. smarting up. Yeah, they don't want to get in trouble. But you have, when it comes to promotion, in my opinion, you're doing everything right. When I came into your store, you're like, "Yeah, I'm an artist. Um, here's my business card, mm-hmm. and oh, here's flex. a CD. Flex. You know, <laughs> like that's what I'm investing into now. Like contact cards are very important because some you don't know who you're gonna meet. Sometimes, I mean, it's it's old school. Yeah, if I don't have the right, you know, tool at the moment, you know, business card will work. You know? Right. It's more about just kind of making that impression, you gotcha. know, whatever you have, you know. So how, what do you, 
what are the main ways you, you promote yourself then besides just contact cards? Um, well, specifically the way that me and you met, you know, it's really easy for people to come through the shop. And then um, I'm already kind of it's my job just working at the shop to right. pick their brain, you know, kind of about their clothing preferences, right. you know, but just kind of what they're shopping for, normal, normal retail stuff. But, you know, from there, the streetwear side and the and the shoe side of it is so close to uh, right. kind of the music side yeah, of it, see, I guess. Okay. They're, they're, they're parallels. It's easy right. for me to keep the conversation going, uh, whether it's um, shoes and, and, right. and clothes or, you know, music and stuff like that. That's very, right. you know, uh, telling why this interview is actually uh, kind of good for the both exactly. of us. You know, it's exciting right. for me to be here. Are you interested in, like, clothing lines or ex- for, like, your brand itself as Bryce Bowden? Um, it's something we uh, do at the cool. Yeah. So, excuse me, I have a, I have a big hand in that. Um Creating the the designs, um, you know, picking out fabrics and 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 doing the Cools brand, the TC and gotcha. W brand. But I've had limited runs uh, doing my own merch, but it's not something I'm super focused on at right. the moment. I kid you not, I I love all the Seattle's music and all that, but Appreciate I that. find myself listening to your albums over and wow, over. Wow, man! Thank you, thank you so much. And I just see when you're on the mic, like making music, it's just booming with confidence. But you're like so. You're not just saying random words, which is, what is your nah. writing process? Um, that's a good question. Um, my writing process is kind of always different. Uh, I'd say uh, growing up and even still to this day, I uh, write pretty consistently, maybe daily. It used to be daily, maybe every every few days. Gotcha. And that kind of keeps your uh, your your words kind of skill sharp. But right. but what I've realized when it comes to like recording, you know, doing this for as long as I have been now, I've realized that um, the writing kind of just is there as an exercise now. Um, when it comes to recording, I just go to the studio with, like, nothing. Oh, wow. I try to have, like, really no beats, no ideas in mind, no... Um, all the writing that I did, It's not. it wasn't ever for anything. Wow. You get there and then uh, just kind of create something new on the spot. If I write something, um, as good as it is, as much as I'm feeling it, day goes by before I go to the studio couple weeks go by you know a month goes by when it's time to then like record the words that i wrote down right i'm never it's never exactly Verbatim. the same vibe as like when i was writing it right so in a sense you're i'm kind of like capturing like lightning in a bottle you know right. that's what we're trying to do is like capture that lightning in yes. a bottle like every time so i don't know it's weird so when it comes to writing i guess um it's always different i, I write to stay inspired so that when it's time to actually, you know, record that I, I can just kind of be sharp with it. Right. Yeah. I swear to God, you must be married to your producer or something because the beats for with the, you uh, and... For the short movies. For <laughs> it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We definitely locked in. Um, it's always great to use one producer and, like, really tap right, in on a right. sound. And shout out to my guy, Vladimir, man. Vlad, Boost Gems, my guy, Boost Gems. He did all the uh, the beats on there. You know, he, he grew up in Boston. Um, but, yeah, he's out here now. We definitely locked in on the sound. It's crazy. Yeah, old school. Yes, I it's, love it's, every it's single It's my beat. vibe. <laughs> it's my vibe. Um, it's You'll hear that kind of style throughout, like, all my recordings. I mean, I said something on the tape, like, I've been waiting for a producer like this my whole life or so, something like that. Like, I've known him for a long time. It's crazy. So um, check this out. This is a little story. Not yeah. too many people know this. So the owner of the the shop, my friend, Mark, of The Cool, Gotcha. He owned another store in Seattle. He owned right. 
Throwbacks Northwest. Hmm. Okay. It's a uh, vintage sports store, Capitol Hill. Oh, wow. 12th and Pike, been there for, you know, 10 plus years. Uh, jersey, snapbacks, all the stuff, like vintage starter jackets. So the homie Vlad, he used to actually work there. Oh. And then uh, I threw events there. You know, I've seen him in the mix, yeah. you know, for years and years and years. Had no idea, right? He, he knew, he's seen me rap. He'd been to different shows and stuff. A couple years ago, like kind of before we started doing pre-production on uh, the Short Movies Project, I just find out that he makes beats. Yes! <laughs> I said, man, let me hear, let me hear one beat. Let me, let me hear one beat. And I want to say it was one of the beats that ended up going on the tape. I can't remember. But then he played me the Pleasures beat. Um, that was like the next. That was like the next beat that that he played me. I was like, man, this is it. You know, um, I can't believe you. You never told me about th- th- that. You didn't make no beats. You know, I'm yeah. trying trying to grab him by the collar. Like you know, you see me. You know, you know, rapping. You know, doing what these heck? shows. What's going on, man? You know, holding out on the beats. And then he uh, <laughs> just yeah, he just came came out with it and. Man, the rest That's is history. Great. It's literally crazy. When it comes to choosing what songs to be on, like any album, Rapper for a Hire, mm-hmm. the short God, stories, man. how do you choose which songs short you movies. actually want to keep? Um, That's a good question, too. I mean, I choose the songs that I want to keep kind of differently, too, almost the same way that I'm, that I'm like writing the songs. I like to record so many. Right. So sometimes we're recording with almost like no- nothing in mind. Right. You know, okay. Sometimes I'm recording like song, just songs, you know? And then uh, if that's the case, um, it might come down to a scenario where I have a handful of songs, you know, 20, 30 songs, and then I'm just kind of picking my favorites or maybe maybe similar sounding right. uh, sonically songs. But other times uh, in a scenario like the short movies thing, I'm sitting down with just one producer. Right. We're tapping in like he kind of created those five, six beats right. uh, with me in mind. You know, sometimes I was there. Sometimes he just had me in mind. Gotcha. And I knew immediately that it was going to be like these six. Right. You know, and then uh, went to the studio, knocked them out, you know, got them done, check, 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 and then kind of put it all together, rolled it out, always kind of differently. I, I love I love how you have like a theme for every album, though, you know? Like, kind of, yeah, I try to. What are your opinions? The aesthetic is, is yes, very important. for sure. What were you going to say? What are your opinions on, because you do them also, what are your opinions on like intros and outros? I feel like that's an art that's almost like fading away with like interludes and all that. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that, too, because... Intros and outros are like historically pretty important. I think also through uh, with me, if you kind of like look through my different projects, and it's been something that has been lost a little bit. I feel like in like the hip hop realm, but if you look very very recently, it's making like a, <laughs> a popular comeback. Yes. Intros are coming <laughs> back, and then it kind of made me re- think about the Fifty Twenties intro on the Short Movies project and how like we uh, we we weren't even like really rapping. Wow. It was just kind of like a, a a clip, which yeah. was like a little different from like. You saw like the baby had like a intro uh, video. Yeah, I and saw. I that. saw and then um, they released the album for like a few weeks after. Young that, Young and May had like an intro. Oh, that where was, it was titled. Th- these are just like super yeah, recently too, story. you know. But yeah, ours didn't like ours was a little different approach. It it, it was just more like thematic. Right. Um, it didn't have uh, any any rapping. It was just like the, right. the, the vocal. I feel like society as a whole is starting to go back to like this retro phase kind of though. They're like trying to. It's I don't know if it's like what it is though. Like we're going back to like baggy jeans and stuff sure like, yeah everything like this is just going back to this retro thing and that's i think music starting to do that too because what are your what is your th- opinions on like mumble rap do you think that's like mumble something rap? to stay or mumble rap i don't even know mumble rap is hard to say you know i never really liked that term to right. be honest okay every decade of music has popular music and then there's like the underground music and right. then there's like maybe like the poppy 
music, and 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 it's just painted a little differently throughout right. the decades. But um, yeah, like just because and that's why I don't really like that term. Okay, you, you know what I mean? Um, it's like a phase almost. Or? I don't know how to describe it. It's like there's always there's always going to be like poppy stuff. Right. There's always going to be pop music that's going to be just kind of labeled like mainstream. It's going to yeah. be it's going to have a title, and then there's always going to be something that's like more authentic. When people say mumble rap, I think they're just meaning like maybe like not as authentic. You yeah, know, it, that makes sense. That makes it's kind of just like of the moment, right? You know, there's always there's always going to be that you know flash in the pan. What's going on now right. in, in 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 the in the genre throughout the decades? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's necessary. I, I I get down with you know I get down with the with the trippy reds and, right, the, and right. the colored and the colored dreads. You know, right. it, you know sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm just stuck in that phase. I really appreciate when people are able to bring old classics back and make them their own type of vibe, you know? Like, people aren't sure. using your type of instrumentals anymore. Okay, I see, I see what you're saying. It's like every um, so often, trends will re- kind of repeat themselves. Right. You know, and that's that, um, just like I was saying with the, uh, you know, every every de- decade, every generation, there's there's a pop and then there, there there's this, the, the, the clothes-wise, you know, the trends are always going to come back and that's kind of, the same with music right. um those soul samples yes. those uh you know l- lyric driven songs you know content um it's coming back it's coming right. back again you know there's always going to be guys l- like that um you know holding strong to it but it's it, right. it, it'll 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 rotate to be what is the popular again exactly. soon right so when when it comes to your inspirations what do you gain inspiration from I'm fortunate enough to uh, to gain inspiration from all over the place. This is like right. something I think I'm like super lucky with. Right. Um, where I see people kind of struggling um, is like just just being able to find the inspiration. Just right now, you know, being able to talk to you, you know, just being here is super inspiring. Um, you know, going to see shows, going to see other artists, super right. inspiring. Maybe seeing a movie, right. just catching like a one line, you know, in a movie. Yes. Maybe uh, finding a new artist, super uh, super inspiring. Um, just really anything. I mean, I'm inspired by the people around me, you know, not only musically, but, you know, just like the people in my life, friends, family, um, people that push me to be better, you know, um, my uh, my peers in, in, in the music. Right. Always, always inspired. If you can just kind of take a step back and uh, I guess be kind of in that moment thankful uh, for like, you know, your your position or like anything you have, you should be able to find that inspiration pretty easy. Right. You know. So where did you grow up? Um, I grew up around here. I'm from uh, East Side. Uh, I'm from the East Side of of Seattle. Oh, yeah. uh, Kingsgate is is oh, kind of wow, what wow. I rep. Yeah. Now we're uh, we're out in Renton. Been in Renton, right. holding it down for like maybe set six plus. A lot of rappers are from the town. The town are from Renton. Yeah. I just want to say that too. I just want to <laughs> say that too. People 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 don't know that. Um, yeah. The south the south end definitely has a lot of a lot of talented rappers, but. Yeah, I grew up in Kingsgate. Um, that's where my family uh, kind of raised me and my brother. And my my dad uh, and mom actually. My mom is from out here too. She was born in Sacramento, and then she uh, came out here as a teen. She went to Garfield High School. Hey. My dad um, grew up in Renton. He went to uh, Hazen. Right. And right. then uh, yeah, when uh, when they had us, they moved us out to uh, to Kingsgate. Gotcha. Kind of went uh, to school out there, and then uh, once graduated, moved moved back to Renton, kind of where most of my family and, and right. everyone's from. So, 
So when it comes to making connections, are you able to spread your music through Tacoma all the way up to Everett, or are you staying more in Renton, Tukwila at your shop? Or um, I've definitely been throughout uh, the 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 greater Seattle area out here. Um, I don't know why 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 Everett specifically. Just I'll tell you like, about that. Okay, 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 okay. Because uh, because um, yeah, I have a friend. Uh, my videographer, he's um, I grew up with him in Kingsgate, right? And uh, one of my best friends, AK Romero, shout out to AK Romero. Um, he he lives off Casino Road now in in Everett, right? So um, I mean, definitely done some shows out there. I can't remember the name of the place we used to go all the time. Maybe Jimmy Z's or something like that. I want to make sure I get the name right, but yeah, I was in uh, Everett. We used to be out there all the time. There right. was actually another radio station out there. Shout out my guy DJ Nanino. Used to go up there for the radio all the time, but um. Yeah, Bremerton area. I love going okay. to Bremerton. Um, you know, it's really cool taking the ferry out there. They got a, a beautiful venue, the Charleston. Oh. I was lucky enough to uh, be on some sold-out shows there with some talented artists. Um, yeah, I mean, trying to just spread it throughout throughout this area, right. um, mostly in, in Seattle, but definitely out in the Bellevue. You know, in the yeah. uh, in the Redmond. Um, right. Yeah, trying 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 to trying to check it out there. So what I've started to notice is there's lots of really like different clicks throughout greater Seattle mm-hmm. and people don't realize that there's these different clicks that are like a lot of passionate artists like these past two weeks I just found out there's like this huge type of a record label type thing going around in Everett called Control S and they have a few artists they've like one of these artists is getting like 25,000 views per song wow and they have like producers and everything up there and I think what it takes for Seattle specifically is that these cliques need to break down their barrier in a way and connect with everyone because even though like I, I, I think in my opinion Seattle greater Seattle is from like Olympia all the way to Everett or even further I think that's all of Seattle in my opinion but when I was interviewing people at like UW they're like Oh, I'm not from Seattle. I'm from Puyallup. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I just want to connect everyone. Yeah. So I think everything's Seattle. I feel what you're saying. Um, but you know, if you if you, I mean, it's definitely like to a uh, to a on a regional scale, we're right. all from Seattle. Right. But I'd say that's probably unfortunate. Yes. You know, um, because when you come here from texas when you come here from california when you come here from you know where wherever you're from when you come here from new york and you go to even even the mall you go to the shop you come to the shop you're not in seattle yeah you know what i mean so where i grew up it wasn't necessarily from seattle i do rep seattle a lot but um yeah i feel what you're saying artists shouldn't feel maybe as stubborn to uh to represent that mm-hmm. because on a greater scale we're we're all lumped into Seattle uh, right. anyway you know we're, we're we're greater Seattle like you said artists but there's you know there's incredible talent from right Puyallup Tacoma for sure you know Olympia um pro- you know all, all over right you know even far east um you know uh, uh eastern Washington oh yeah yeah you know, there's, there's stuff there, up there's, there's, there's radio definitely all that. there's definitely organizations throwing shows there's there's big stuff you know in spokane yakima you know what i mean right um the cannabis industry is out there you know um yeah sneakers are out there you right. know there's there's streetwear out there there's hip-hop out there you know so it's crazy are you able to meet 
people that are in fashion because of your shop? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, being lucky enough to be being fortunate enough to be the manager here for, for so long um, kind of puts me in a position to do so. Right. Um, every year uh, there's a, a trade show in uh, uh, Vegas oh, wow. where they do it in uh, it, it kind of travels. But the biggest one is from Vegas. It's the uh, Agenda Magic trade show. It's where you go and you can see the brands right. and see that like, kind of what they have coming. You can see uh, the, the the collections, clo- uh, the the clothing collections um, that they have in the next few months. You can see uh, if you want to pick up more or less of a certain brand. You can also maybe see new brands. Right. So we go out there. We get to kind of touch base with those kind of guys. See if we want to do more Pink Dolphin or if we want to yeah. do more, um, you know, denim this this yes. season or you know. Also, you know, you get a good, you get your hand in what, what's trendy. You know, track pants made a, uh, made yeah, a resurgence. You know, um, highlighter colors might be might be popular. You know, oversized stuff. When when Yeezy uh, started doing the the shoes, you know, mm. the the oversized kind of clothes. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Th- those would have went crazy with my fit yes. too. I, I left them out. <laughs> I, I left them out. Left them at home today. Are you um, do you, are you gonna go to SneakerCon? Uh, where is SneakerCon coming? I don't know. I just know it's coming to Seattle. Soon. Really, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be. Huge. I know that. I know that that would be the first time. The closest one I think was maybe Portland. Right. For some reason, they don't consider Seattle um, as big a market as I feel like yeah. brands should. Exactly. There is like like just for instance, there's been no SneakerCon up to this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got tons of. Um, there's a market for it. You know, right. tons of kids. Excuse me. Tons of kids want. Sneakers, tons of kids want that streetwear, that the hard to find stuff, but it's just very, very small and kind of niche still. Right, kinda, right. Um, yeah, shops are few and far between. That's gonna be exciting though. Um, maybe I could perform or something. Oh, yeah. How do you com- that'd be cool? How do you compare your shop to like Bait or Buffalo Exchange or Lucky Dog? We're definitely like one of the best in the area, um, just based on the way that the shop is set up. We're kind of like a hybrid shop. Right. We're really, really, really um, a core streetwear shop at the end of the day. We have a shop with multiple different retail brands in mm-hmm. the streetwear game that have been pioneers in the streetwear game for 10-plus for years. But then we're a hybrid shop because we've had to adapt to kind of the new shops. Right. So, you know, maybe like a quarter of our business is... Uh, the resale game, mm-hmm. the resale side of things, where we could maybe buy if we're lucky off drops and then mark it up further mm-hmm. and, and make our profit that way, or we could buy from the public and then resell, um, mark it up further that right. way and then uh, make our money that way. So half of it's going to be brands that you, like you said, you know, previously yeah. that, that, that that you can't really find anywhere mm-hmm. else. Supreme, Bape, Palace, you know, antisocial. Um, all the kind of rare stuff that right. you really only see online. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions on like these kids who are able to make thousands of dollars reselling shoes? I mean, my opinion on those kids is <laughs> I'm I'm proud I'm proud of them. That's... I'm proud of them. Instead of having to do anything illegal, right? Um, <laughs> instead of having to sell something else, <laughs> they're selling uh, clothes and kicks. <laughs> it's 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 you know it's crazy. It's it's very impressive. Um, we I have to deal with uh, resellers you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis. And I would much rather, um, shop with a 14, 15, 16 year old kid, um, yeah. just hustling, trying to get his money. Um, 
they're smarter than than most adults. It's because the and, internet, and, <laughs> and they're more they're more uh, they're they have more drive than most adults. You know, it's cr- that's how old are you guys? Your wife is here also. No, I don't uh, know if I'm allowed to ask a lady's age. Oh my no, 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 no. You are. No. <laughs> oh, common misconception. I'm timeless. You're timeless. I'm timeless. We're both no. under. 30. No, I just, I, I just turned, I just turned thirty this year. Gotcha. I'm 28. Do you? I just turned thirty this year, but that was a bar though. <laughs> but what are <laughs> you? Timeless. I want to know, like, do you feel? I feel like a lot of the younger generation, even I might even fall into this. Do you feel that older generations of rappers or just even older people who are trying to be entrepreneurs? Do you disagree that they might not have the motivation or inspiration I, as they get older? I don't think it's like a motive. Mm, I mean, that might be the case sometimes, but I think it's more like a, just like a disconnect. You know, it's okay. not a motivation thing. Uh, the kids are, you know, they're just more adaptive. You know, kids got, it's weird because you could make a lot of money right now doing social media for like a company. All right. And, um, any kid knows how to do social media. Right. I mean, that's it. You know, uh, there's literally jobs that j- just because maybe you don't learn as much, you know, it's not, I don't think it's a motivation thing. Right. People are motivated, you know, but for different reasons, but if they can't, you know, if they, they don't know what to do, if they're not, you know, constantly learning, kids just are born on the internet. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, born, they're born, they're born with it. They're born knowing how to do this stuff, you know, you give, you give an infant baby, you know, like a tablet. I see that you know, all the time. They're, they're like, what the heck? They got their own Facebooks. You know, they're already viral. Right. You know? <laughs> like DJ Khaled's son's already a producer. Yeah, He's yeah. Like what, a whatever, whatever lane you want to, whatever lane you want to go into, you know, it's already kind of set up for you. Do you know, you, you've been, you've been basically putting in the groundwork since you were born. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel with age comes confidence? Um... I mean, experience, experience Experience definitely gives confidence, right? And that could be a young person, an old person. Um, I'm just, I've, I, I know I keep complimenting you, but your your albums, I literally, like, when I listen to Rapper Fire, I'm like, how is he going to do better on this next album? And, like, you surprise me again. How do you, where do you get all this so confidence from, like, the lyricism? Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about that. So, if you search for... Bryce Bowden on like your streaming apps, okay. right? You're, you're only going to get the two projects that we've, you know, put on the stream. Yeah. But that's not the only two projects out there. Right. Um, so you got Rapper for Hire. That was probably, that's two. That's 2011. Wow. It's 2011. So I'm like. It doesn't even seem dated though. When that's, I um, I'm a fresh 18 years old. You know, I'm basically a, I'm basically a baby still. And then, you know, fast forward, fast forward, 2019, we put out the, uh, the short movies. Right. And then those are the two offerings on, like, the uh, all the, the social medias. Right. Or uh, not on the social medias, all the uh, streaming services. Excuse gotcha. me. Okay, my bad. <laughs> but now if you Google the name or you go to, like, you know, SoundCloud, you go to, you know, Bandcamp, different, different services, right? You'll see, like, nine projects out there. Okay. So... Basically, every project, I just tried to to get better. You know, the the, the confidence that that you speak of, it, it, I mean, it was it wasn't like overnight. You know, it's definitely right. something that I like consciously like tried to get better at. You know, tried to make that like a part of my thing. So yeah, rapper for hire was just kind of like the start of the journey. 
and right now we're we're in that short movies phase but there's right. definitely nine projects plus random songs you know i got over 20 music videos on right. on, on youtube and, and scattered out there do you do album release parties or anything like that yeah that's another thing that um that's probably not my strongest suit okay you know if if anyone you know is if I'm fortunate enough to have anyone out there listening that wants to, you know, be a part of this journey, that's definitely where I need uh, help the most. Um, I'm very creative, but um, kind of working these records maybe mm-hmm. or working the albums, working the, the, the videos for longer, maybe having like more strategic plans is definitely right. kind of not my strong suit. But uh, as much as I try to uh, do better on each album, each song, um, I try to do better on those releases as well. Right. Um, we're all doing this independently, you mm-hmm. know, just me and, and to help my friends and family. But, you know, we, we've set up shows ourselves. Um, wow. we're, we're selling out shows ourselves. We're, we're, we're tying in the uh, aesthetics mm-hmm. throughout the release parties, throughout right. the, the visuals with the albums themselves. So, like, for instance, this short movies album, uh, we had the uh, opportunity to work with The Rendezvous in Belltown okay. uh, in down, downtown Seattle. And we sold that place out. It was like a, so it's a small room. It's like, I think it's under two hundred. But cool, still, so we had two hundred p- paying people, and uh, we kind of themed it like the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, come to the showing tonight, not not the show. Come to the showing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your main of a feature presentation. Um, that's gonna be you know when I hit the stage. We had a popcorn machine there. You know, right. we had custom bags that say uh, Bryce Bowden short movies. You get some popcorn with your CD. You know, you, the show was, uh, it looked like a movie theater. Right. Kind of. You know, uh, we had a projector going in the background. It had um, my 20 different music videos throughout, right. like, my, my career. Yeah. Kind of spliced, chopped up from old to new. So you're very creative on that aspect. And, 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 and I just try to make that event a bigger and more exciting for the listener just as much as the music right. each each time. Are you able to locate, because I know some streaming apps do this, are you able to locate where the majority of your fans are located? Um, yeah, I know like some analytics, some places make you pay for the, the those certain analytics. Um, it's kind of all over, to be honest. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I, I've even had some reach as far as like Germany and... Wow. All, it's really all over. I, that, like I said, like if anyone wants to come and help dial in these numbers and you know right. help help steer the ship a little, you know, take us a little further, you know, please reach out. So now that you're at this like level in a way, when it comes to promoting, or do you do free shows, or because you have a relationship with all these venues now, do you just? Um... So being independent is like a weird space, um, but like the smartest thing for me is just to. Focus on getting those new listeners. Focus on those new ears, however I can get them. Right. So, I mean, I'm in no position to, like, uh, you know, I'm not above free shows by mm-hmm. any means. You know, if, it, if it's possible for me to do it then and it's beneficial for both of us, then I'm, then I'm going to do it, um, whether money's involved or not. But the more traction, the more attention that I can gain from doing that free stuff, then I can set up my own shows you right. know i can i can put my money into booking my own shows and maybe help like other i said if i sell them. if i can sell out a show on my own then i can make my own money i won't have to right. rely on anyone else so all that free uh if, if i ever possibly have to do a free show or, or if i'm doing free events you mm-hmm. know for charity or, or, or whatever they're not necessarily free you know it's mm-hmm. because when it's time for me to 
set set up my own show, you know, then I can make make a return that way. So right. I, don't, I don't ever really think about it that way. Like I said, I'm in really no position to. Um, I'm not above doing doing something for free. I just want to get my name out there. Gotcha. I just want to work. I just want to work. I just want to make songs. I just want to perform as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, any opportunities that I'm given, you know, I'm gonna try to take them if it's if it uh, if it makes sense. Have you gained traction with meeting any um, mainstream artists yet? Like even like Malcolm or or Sir Mix a Lot. That's funny. Sir Mix a Lot used to come in. Uh, <laughs> he he come into the shop every once in a while. Oh wow. Um, Macklemore, um I've had the pleasure to meet him a few times. Um, we have some similar. Beliefs? Fr- friend groups. Groups, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't really, I don't know him like that. Yeah, right. I just, like I said, I've just seen him in passing. But um, mainstream, like, uh, I mean, I, I have a f- Michael Rocks, this dude, Sir Mikey Rocks, uh-huh. group, group called The Cool Kids. Oh, you know um, The Cool Kids? Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, th- that's okay. definitely like probably one of my that's cool closest though. ties. I don't know if you know <laughs> another local guy, Ill Chris. Yeah, I know Ill Chris. He performed at this... Um, event last yeah so that's my boy ill chris uh i've probably known him for like 15 years literally and he's local uh yeah well he's from he's from vegas but then he grew up uh out here tacoma seattle area really popped out here um ill chris is crazy doing his thing right now but like ski mask and stuff even yeah i mean (laughs) i mean definitely ski mask uh juice world yeah Yeah. he's he's with them guys uh all the time definitely yeah ill chris colder than some chill chris (laughs) But yeah, no, um, Michael Rocks, I definitely have right. a song with uh, with him from the Cool Kids. You know, relationships, man, you just got to, the ones that you do have, whether they're big or small, you just got to nurture them. And, yes. Yeah, that's all See, it is. because I feel that you can be a well-rounded rapper or an artist or anything like that, but it, it does take connections, whether big or small, to actually push you. Yeah, it takes a lot more than just being a talented rapper right. these days, um, unfortunately. But yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I would definitely agree with that. What is how would you describe your journey as an artist so far to listeners that haven't even listened to your music yet? I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been it's been amazing. Um, my journey has been kind of a an everlasting one. Um, but I'm very uh, I never I never get disgruntled um, as important as it is for me to keep progressing and as uh, as much as I just literally feel like um I have a lot of greatness to do, I guess, in this game that maybe I'm not haven't yet been fortunate enough to, to, to touch those stages. Right. Um as great as I feel like I am, I never am uh disgruntled um at where I'm at because there's always gonna be a kid out there who um he only wants to be as big as where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's very important for me to kind of always keep myself humble. I've done hundreds of shows. You know, right. I've got I've got nine projects out. Mm-hmm. You know, hard, hard copies, some stuff on, you know, the biggest streaming services. And I've done huge sold out shows. I've met huge artists. Um, traveled with the music, got tons of music videos. You know, I'm happy. The phone is still ringing. If it wasn't about success, I would still be doing this. Mm-hmm. My road. Uh, I feel like it's just been just a great one. I'm just right. very, very blessed. I'm very, very thankful. But what do you think it's going to take for you? What do you think you need to just get that one extra step? Man, I wish I knew, man. If you uh, if you know, you know, let me know. My opinion, I just think yeah. it takes connections, and just, it just takes one person to truly, deep down in their soul, believe in your I, passion. I, I agree, absolutely. Um, 
it's a lot. It's crazy what you can accomplish with uh, with the with the team. Yeah, these different projects that I've released, you know, from from Rap for Hire, you know, the uh, first, second, third, fourth, you know, these different projects, you get different help from different people, you know. I, I've I've been been able to kind of recognize, you know, right. And um, it definitely plays into what you can accomplish with those, right? You know. So yeah, a team, yeah, some somebody who wants to, who who believes in me. Uh, wholeheartedly someone who's willing to work in different areas where I can't right you know I need to the less that I can the less business this is this is messed up but the less business that I have to focus on the more music I can focus on that makes sense though it's kind of selfish but like like you said if someone believes it's not selfish Mm -hmm. you know um, and I think that is ultimately probably what it'll take one day is like just the right team yeah, right. it's it's not it's not too far out. It's not too far out. Yeah, it's the right team, that's right why, people around me. That's why I think it's important to not. You don't even have to work with these artists, but just to collab with them on like going to events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, me and Gary had the the two brothers we had the other day. Those guys were super deep thinkers. Like I have not met an artist like that. They're like out of the box completely. Okay, and it just <laughs> in takes, a good way and a bad way. Gr- they're, they're, it's crazy. It was good in my opinion. Okay. It just takes. <laughs> I just think. I think it just takes a different perspective with people, to, like, and then that it's inspiration. Like you say, you get, gather inspiration from anything. Yep. Just even sitting down and talking with a different artist who's on their own path, might you might learn something from them. Like, oh, that's how they're promoting. Maybe I can focus on promoting that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every every artist has some sort of flaw. To soak you know? that game. Right. That's why I love this. That's why I love this game because there's like a fraternity. It's like a fraternity kind of, uh, you know. If you if you re, if you uh, remove the, uh, the 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 competitiveness, we're all basically just in the same. Like you said, we're all trying to do the best marketing. We're all trying to come up with the next scheme. We're all trying right. to come up with the the hottest song. We're all trying to come up with the next bar. You know, we can learn a lot from each other instead of thinking you know, you're better than someone. Exactly, trying to trying to compete with each other. Yeah, you know. When it comes to your platform now and hopefully in the future, what do you want to use and what are you using your platform to do? You know, if I could just inspire um, another artist of any kind to just n- not stop, keep going, not think about it from like a uh, like a wealth standpoint, not think about it uh, from a money standpoint, um, then I won. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, e- even even more... Even more um, so, someone from my from my original neighborhood, you know, from Kings Gate, someone right. someone who went who who grew up on my street, you know, someone who, you know, if I can get a kid to uh, keep going or, or inspire them to 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 pick up the paintbrush, anything, and they, yeah, you know, then they're not one. So I'm saying the small wins, right? You know, I don't I don't need a lot. Um, that makes sense though. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I was probably like the first one. I well, I felt like the first one. To literally, like put like an album out and like really probably put like a stamp on Kingsgate. You right. know. So like I know since then there's been like artists to reach out, different rappers, singers. I'd, but um, you know that that's that's what means the most to me. Right. Yeah. Definitely. It's weird, but I think it's important that legacy to a legacy, and it's important to feel alienated in a way, because then you know that you're actually bringing something truly unique. I feel you. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Alienated might not be like the best word. Okay, like, but they say like, uh, what, what's the saying? Uh, they say like the first one through the wall is all. Uh, the first one through the wall gets the bloodiest. Kind of like something like right. that, you know. Like, the leaders don't necessarily know where where they're leading. You right. know, I don't. I, you know, um, but yeah, definitely. 
Right. Now that you've you've grown up in Seattle, you're definitely a true Seattleite for boom boom. Artists from around here or even outside of Seattle, what do you think Seattle has to offer to, for the community as United States as a whole for artists? Man, I feel like uh Seattle we're still pretty untapped. We have such a um we could be we could be like the next uh, we could be the next Atlanta. That's what I say. We I think it's a we, sandbox. We could literally be the next Atlanta. We could be um you know, New York City had their run. You know, uh, LA, uh, California always has, you know, a slew of artists. You know, uh, right now, Atlanta, the South is really doing their thing, um, controlling the market share. I think Seattle, you know, Washington area has that capability. That's right. that's our ceiling, you know, exactly. and, and, and we're just very, very slowly to get there. But when we get there, we will we will hold that that range just, just, just like just like that Atlanta has it right now. Definitely. And, 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 I, and I say that confidently because. You know, just 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 in the greater Seattle area, you have so many different styles. You have so many. It's just such a melting pot. So many different, you know, talented artists um, doing all sorts of different kind of music. You know, obviously grunge music, rap music, pop music, R and B, singing stuff. You know, rap, hip hop. You got hyphy. You know what I mean? You got um, you got like you said, like the more trappy, the more um, the more uh, the more mumble rap stuff you know it's out here right and i'd say a lot of it is at a high level exactly the problem is i don't and i've heard that there is labels out here or or maybe a and r's from big labels Mm -hmm. out here more more in the recent years but i haven't been fortunate enough to run across any paths that's what comes to connections Um, i want to help you with that too see if there was I, i i mean to my knowledge there's no no one's setting up shop out here yet right but you get someone to place the flag in, you know, and then, you know, over time more is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to put more light on the artist. Yes. Yeah. What is your advice for any upcoming entrepreneurs, artists? Don't be afraid to fail, you know. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to fail. Never stop. The only time you truly fail is when you, is, is when you finally stop. Right. You know, every time that you, uh, that you shoot a shot, you know, you obviously want to hit that target every time. But every time you shoot a shot... Yeah, whether whether it hits the target or you miss, it, it it's it's still a success right. because it gives you that that confidence to uh, know not to do that in, in the future. You know, no, know what not to do, and it's like we said earlier, um, experience is 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 kind of just is gold out here. Experience is worth it mm-hmm. all. It's just your perspective on it. So, I guess my most one one of my best traits, you know, beyond being just constantly inspired, just mm-hmm. that 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 hunger to never stop. You know, so. Right. That's definitely my best advice. I'm telling you, you can get anywhere just from from uh, being able to uh, find the adversity in, in in the times that you feel. Right. Do you think it's important to put out something you don't feel confident in, or do you think you need to master it first and then put it out, or do you think it's important to see just even with on, like a song? Or, yeah, or anything. Do you think it's important to like don't put out anything you're not confident in? I right. wouldn't say, but at the same time, you know, don't be afraid to try something new. If you if you if you liked it enough, don't 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 second guess yourself. Don't put out something that you're uh you're not confident in. But you know, it's it's hard as an artist. You know, songs get stale, songs get you sit with songs long. Right. And um it's kinda like I was saying about writing. Mm-hmm. But you sit with songs too long, they they get stale, you know. It's old to you and no one's ever heard it. You know, you never right. might never even put it out. Right. Are there any final words you have for Seattle? Man. I'm up. I'm up next. This, <laughs> yes, is, this I, is it. This I is agree. it. This I is it. Agree. This is it. This is my time. Um, I mean, it's been my time. Honor <laughs> Roll, FML, Bryce Bowden, 
short movies is out now. You know, we're here. You know, it's not it's not even on no cocky stuff. Um, we put in that groundwork. You know, it's time just to uh, to get some new listeners. I'm literally so thankful to be here. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Sit down here. Yeah. What are the easiest way to reach you? Obviously, get at me on uh, social media. Mm-hmm. It's my first and last name, Bryce Bowden, 206. Um, pretty easy. You know, if you want to book me, you want to reach out, any business thing, you can hit up uh, Bryce Bowden Music at gmail.com. But I'm out. I'm out and about in the city. I'm, I'm, I'm at shows. When you see me, say what's up. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This is DJ Blake and Bryce Bowden. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.